Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Today's episode is sponsored by Geeklery. Geeklery is a curated collection of artisan-made jewelry and goods inspired by our favorite fandoms and things in pop culture. My personal favorite thing about Geeklery is that they have so many one-of-a-kind or limited edition products that their collection changes all the time. They also donate 5% of their sales to Pop Culture Classroom, which is working to inspire a love of learning, increase literacy, celebrate diversity, and build community through the tools of pop culture. If you want to check them out, go to geeklery.com and follow them all over the internet at Geeklery. Before today's episode, we want to thank a couple of our Patreon sponsors. In case you didn't know this, Patreon is the main way that we fund all the things that we do at The Sartorial Geek, so we really appreciate every single person who has gone to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek and joined one of our rewards levels. This week, we want to thank Michelle, Lisa, Kelsey, Laura, Carolyn, and Catherine. We really, really appreciate you, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan today, and I am here with Nicole Harris. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Getting pretty excited about this Kickstarter we've got going. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, good. We're here to talk about your Kickstarter that, at the time we're recording, launched a few days ago, but it will still be up for many days after this episode comes out, so everyone can check it out. But it is the Wick Candle Company Goddess Edition Kickstarter. Yeah. So this is your first Kickstarter. Congratulations. That's always like super nerve wracking, but it looks awesome and uh, it's going great so far. You guys are almost at 50% when we're recording just a few days in. So that's super exciting. But uh, why don't you tell us like what the project is and what you're making? Yeah. So Wick Candle Company is handmade soy candles. They come in three different sizes. So a four ounce tin a 10-ounce handmade cement vessel, and then a 17-ounce handmade cement vessel. So with those guys, those are kind of the specialty, what we're going for. I had started looking for candle vessels. I was buying a bunch of candles during the pandemic, home a lot more, burning a lot of candles. I had friends buying like fandom candles that I kept missing out on. And I was like, man, like I should do this. I am very passionate about my fandoms. I can't find Buffy candles. I can't find like the Star Wars candles I want. So I started looking into it, started looking at like different containers. I knew I wanted like a small, medium and large size and I couldn't find any matching medium and larges that I liked. And so I was talking to my roommate and he was like, well, why don't you just make your own? I was like, what does that look like? We came up with the idea of cement but cement is not recyclable and I didn't want to be creating a ton of waste. And so what can we do? And I bought a, I just bought a cement planter that as soon as I got it home broke. That's so sad. (laughs) I know it is. I took a picture of it to compare because it was too thin. Like the cement had been born, poured (laughs) too thin. And so I was just like, man, this sucks. But like the candles could turn into planters. And then I was looking at it and the one that had broke didn't have any drainage. 
And I am really bad with plants, but like (laughs) even I know that plants need drainage. They need somewhere for the water to go. And so I started looking into how that would work, like high heat plugs. And so all of our cement planters or cement vessels turn into cement planters when they're done. The lids double as a water catch. So you just slide it underneath when your candle's done and any drainage goes into like a little cement surface so that it doesn't come out on your tables, stuff like that. So awesome. I've always loved plants. Those are sort of my, like, I don't have pets or children. So plants are like my baby. Your plant mom. Yeah, yeah, totally. And especially during the pandemic, it was like, I'm spending so much time inside. I need something else alive around. So I like truly appreciate the value of having plants inside. And one of my friends who is equally as into houseplants as me was doing something similar with just glass candle. Like, I mean, I feel like candles and plants are like the thing that a lot of us have just leaned into really hard in the past year. And so she was doing the same thing with glass candle jars. But the problem with that is like she had to get a whole tool set to like drill her own drainage holes and you like you need to really put a lot of energy into doing that if that's what you want to do. So the fact that these are like ready to go is amazing. And then it's dual purpose. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's kind of funny because that's duality is really like something I lean pretty heavily into in my life. I have like a giant back piece of, it's a Persephone tattoo. And it's because I've always really valued the fact that like, not only does she represent spring and growth and life, but she represents death. Like she's the queen of the underworld. And that's kind of how this theme came to be the first theme. The artist, Allie Nasser, who's actually been on your podcast before with her Star Wars band. Yes. She was working on my logo and I had some ideas and I was like pinning all of these ideas of logos I liked and... I like leaned a little too heavy into the plant on the logos and she added it in and I was like, well, it was pre us going into the planter idea. I was like, that doesn't really like flow with anything. And then we added the planter idea and it was perfect. And then she was like, well, hey, this kind of like looks like your tattoo. Like you've got the like the burning of the candle and like the rebirth. And she was like, what if I know you're super into goddesses and mythology. Like you have all of these books, you're all about it. That should be your first collection. We had been talking, again, Allie's in a Star Wars band. So that spoilers, that's our next collection is in that direction. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. We've already got like all the scents and everything picked out. But she was like, this should be it. This should be like the first thing. And I was like, yeah, you're right. What other goddesses did I grow up loving? Because that was that was really my first fandom. Like I remember being in school and being like, oh my gosh, these women are so badass. Like we learned about Norse mythology and Egyptian mythology and Roman and Greek. And I was like, these women get a lot of crap in these stories, but like these goddesses are really cool. Yeah, no, and. And especially, I don't know if you are a Lore Olympus fan, but... I, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I haven't taken the picture yet, but I got the art for Artemis from Allie already. We're waiting until we hit 50% to show that to the world. But I already like printed it out and everything. And I have the Persephone candle and the Artemis candle sitting next to each other. And I'm like, I just need Rachel used Band-Aid to see these two and be like, oh, they're roommates again. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I just need the Laura Olympus fandom to really like somehow this get on their their page and then be like, oh crap, because they're my people. <laughs> yeah. If anyone, I, we've talked about Laura Olympus on this podcast so many times, but if you're listening and you're into mythology in a really interesting and beautiful like modern twist, Laura Olympus is a webtoon that I think it's like the most popular webtoon that it's exists. so good. <laughs> it's yeah, number one, I'm- or at least like it normally is on the homepage. Um, and it's incredible. So if you're vibing with this, go read that too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can burn our candles while you read through the web too. Yes. And I know she just released a bunch of new stock on a uh, hot topic and I was yeah. like, I need to buy these sweatshirts for everybody who's working on the, oh, yeah. uh, on the Kickstarter so we can just like burn candles and wear our Laura Olympus sweatshirt. That's the best. But like that's, I mean... Not that mythology is having a moment, like it has been around for so long, but I, yeah, I do feel like it's one of those things that some of us, and like, I'm guilty of this, you know, learned about it in school. And in my head, it was sort of like a, that was homework thing. And then it took a a while. (laughs) Yeah. It took a while to be like, oh, as an adult, I'm still super into this. And these stories are amazing. And there's so many like good rewrites. As we were taking uh, product shots, I was going through my bookcase and I was like, okay, I need to find like one or two. I know I have like direct mythology books because I'm that weirdo who goes to Powell's and goes to like the textbooks and I have like mythology (laughs) textbooks. But I was like, I have to have some like rewrites or something. And I showed up to Mallory's house to do our Kickstarter video with like 20 books. And she was (laughs) like, and I was like, well... I went through and I apparently have a lot more mythology books than I thought I did. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah, but that's awesome. I mean, the stories are amazing. And I think it's very cool that like so many of the the gods and goddesses have like, you know, different stories, different versions, different meanings so that, you know, they mean different things to different people. It's very cool. And I like that we're getting to see, I didn't feature any of these in this collection because I don't feel like I have the knowledge to properly tell their stories, but I do feel like we are getting a lot more Asian culture and African culture mythology tales coming through, which I just think is so awesome because they're ones that like we weren't taught in school and I never took the time to look into them. And now they're being like having all of these retellings and it brings it to light. So I've like been Googling. I'm like, oh, who was this based off of? What other stories are they about? So it's definitely, I'm glad it's having its moment and that we're getting to see more diverse characters and uh, mythos being brought to light. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited that, I don't know, I feel like this is just such a fun combination of so many great things. And I'm excited that this Kickstarter is happening now. And I think that our listeners are going to love it. Can you explain the props for having a very, very straightforward and easy to understand reward system? Because sometimes Kickstarters are like, wait, what is each tier? Um, So it's like pretty straightforward what the options are. If you want to tell people like what kinds of things they can shop at your Kickstarter right now. Yeah. So that's something I really, I know a lot of Kickstarters you can like do at or like each tier you get the things before it that doesn't really work for the candles simply because you would end up with 500 candles by the time you reach the top (laughs) tier, which we're all about, but it would get really expensive. 
So we've got the individual four ounce tins. You can pick your goddesses. We've got Persephone, Artemis, Freya, and Bastet. And then you've got your full set of four ounce tins, which includes the entire goddess collection. And it is a four, it's a six ounce tin, but it is four ounces of candle. I've found in doing research that it's very interesting to see how things are displayed. The candle companies are very, very sneaky about how they display and tell you what's in your candles and how much candle you are getting. So I say four ounce tin. It is bigger than that, but you are getting four ounces of solid candle. Yeah, sweet. And then you go on to the 10 ounce cement candle and planter. You can pick your own there as well. And then you get a physical copy of burn instructions. That is something that in the ones before that you get the lower tiers, you get digital copies of burn instructions just to help you elongate the life of your candle. A lot of times people will notice that things are burning black or they get really large flames and it's because they're not burning their candles properly. You're not trimming your wick. So we really wanted to make sure that everybody's getting the most out of their candle. It's burning for the longest amount of time. It's burning properly for you. We're staying away from all those fire hazards. So (laughs) just real good, detailed, pictured instructions on how to take care of your candles and burn them properly. And then when we get into the cement ones, you also will get a physical plant pairing suggestion card. That's so cute. Yeah. I mean, definitely not something you don't have to plant these plants, but we're pairing them with the goddesses, like ones that we thought would go well with them after you've burned through your candle and with the art that's on it. Yeah, so super fun. The 10 ounce definitely will be better fitted for smaller rooted candles because it is a smaller cement container. Um, I currently have a pepper in mine and some basil in another one. And then you move on to the 17 ounce cement candle and planter again. You get to choose your goddess. You get the physical copy of the burn instructions and the physical plant pairing suggestion card. After that, we get to full sets of them. So you've got your full set of 10 ounce cement candles and planters. You're going to get the physical burn, physical plant pairing. And then we're also going to start including stickers at that level. So the that is on the cement is the full size art that Allie has designed for us. It's supposed to be something that you can leave out on your table, your counters, that just looks pretty. Uh, We're not leaning super heavy into, in any of the collections, into very in-your-face, what I kind of refer to as like the pop Funko, Um, like direct message in decor, very subtle, very pretty, something you can like gift to your mom and her not realize that you just gave her a nerdy candle. So the stickers that go on the tins, the labels that go on the tins will be smaller size of that, a little simplified. And so we will be sending out a set of four circle stickers when you get the full set of 10 ounce or 17 ounce cement candles and planters. That's what I got. I was like, I can't pick. And also I love candles and also I love planters. So <laughs> let's Aww, just thanks, do that one. <laughs> yeah. And also like cement looks so cool. I've had a couple different like decorative pieces that are cement. I mean, that goes with my aesthetic and design super well, but I also feel like it kind of goes with everyone's, which is awesome. 
Yeah, I'm really excited. Thanks. And then I haven't updated them because I was almost going to use them as spoilers, but I do have stretch goals that aren't up there and they include a fifth cent option for add-on, which I've already got picked out. I didn't purposefully leave out Roman mythology. So we have a Roman goddess that's included if we hit that goal. And then we have a couple where we're just adding some goodies in. So the first one will include a five by seven signed piece of art by Allie. We will try and pair them up with whatever you picked for your goddesses in the candles, but it'll just be a full print of one of the goddess arts signed by Allie. So that's like a fun one. We're looking at doing custom matches to add in. That's super cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. So more things added into all of the orders if we hit those stretch goals, but I'll be adding those up this week. I love stretch goals like that. (laughs) They're so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fun. I tried to like alternate. You get like something added in and then like a bonus add-on option and then something added in and then a bonus add-on option. Yeah, I like those types of stretch goals as well. So cool. I don't know if this will be possible. I guess it is. I was gonna ask if you could describe like what some of the scents are like, but I also know that that's kind of tricky. No, yeah, I can do my best. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think that's a thing people can do. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something we definitely... It's funny because my mom is such like a sweet or a citrus like scent person. And so she's like, can you just make one that smells like pecan pralines? And I'm like, no, mom, like we're going with what I think the goddesses smell like. Yeah, I don't know if that really (laughs) works. Yeah, that doesn't... Persephone would not have a pecan praline candle, mom. (laughs) I appreciate her enthusiasm, but she's like, well, what about citrus or what about this? And I'm like, eventually I will probably find one that matches that or something along those lines. I've been working on a Sabrina line and Aunt Hilda has like very bakery, like baker vibes. And so that one will be like a sweeter one. But I was like, it has to fit the character, mom. Yes. (laughs) So Persephone has a strong cedarwood smell, some pomegranate undertones with a little bit of musk on the end. So definitely, I hate to like use these words, but I think that it helps people get an image. It's got a more masculine scent to it with like a hint of sweet in there as well. So I probably shouldn't say these things out loud, but I think Artemis is my favorite one. And then Persephone and Bastet tie. I am not, and I'll get to her, but I'm not a floral person. And so Freya and I had some talks, (laughs) but Artemis' scent is a jasmine comes through very high on the top, um, some bergamot and leather. Leather was really the reason that I picked this scent for Artemis because I just picture her like out in the woods hunting that like really came through for me. So you do get some of the softer notes of the jasmine, but it's still got like a good like woodsy kind of rough scent to it. And then Freya, lots of florals. I pick up the peony more than the rose, but lots of florals, argar wood, and some oud in there. It is very floral on the top, but it's not overpowering. Like I could probably burn Freya in my house and not hate my life. (laughs) I've never been like a floral person. I've never had a floral candle burn in my house, but the oud and the argar wood help balance it out. So it's not overpowering. 
the floral notes are there definitely, but it's not like in your face laying in a bed of flowers. That's the thing though about like, you need to strike the balance of like, people love floral candles. So it's an important thing. (laughs) Exactly. I have someone else like test burning Freya for me because they love floral. And I was like, this is perfect. You can test burn her. Like I will stick with my like woodsy, dark, sense that I would like get being out in the woods and you can stick with the roses like so it's been really nice but I do know that people definitely have different noses and then we've got Bastet what really called to me for hers was the cypress it just jumped out in my head as Egypt like I was like yeah cypress and you've got some sage scents there and a hint of some citrus as well I can't wait to smell these in person. They all sound so good. It's hard because candles technically with soy. So with paraffin, you can burn them next day. No problem. All of our candles have zero paraffin in them. Um, They are 100% soy coconut wax. And so you're supposed to let them sit for two weeks before you burn them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's been really hard. I mean, I've been test burning them pre that just to make sure that they are fine fire wise, but they don't put out as much scent right away because you have to let the scent like really soak into the wax. And so you're supposed to wait two weeks. So it's been hard because I want to get like testers out to like you and to Robin and everybody so that they can like start smelling them so that you guys can actually like know what they smell (laughs) like and know that they're awesome. I'm like, okay, well, I have to wait two weeks. I at least have to wait a week and a half. I just burnt a bunch or poured a bunch of them and then it'll take a couple days to ship. So I guess I can start right. shipping them like in a couple <laughs> days. I definitely should have poured a bunch of them pre the Kickstarter launching so that I could get them out. But we've just been working hard on the the molds and making sure that we had the right wax and the right scents and the right cement and cement's tricky and it's impossible to do a first kickstarter the way like exactly the way you want it to you always are like oh oops that should have happened a different way right i could have done that differently but that's okay this is so exciting what day does it end for people who are listening and also where can people like follow you and yeah what's the best way for them to find the kickstarter and future projects that you're working on So the Kickstarter ends June 5th at 9am. So you can find us on Kickstarter. It is the Wick Candle Co. Goddess Edition. I am also on Facebook. I'm not as active on Facebook as I probably should be, but I am also on Facebook as Wick Candle Company. We are on Instagram as Wick underscore candle underscore company. And then we're on Twitter as Wick Candle Company. And we do have a website. It is wickcandlecompany.com. If you go there right now, there is nothing. Hopefully by the time this is out, it will be there. And that's where you'll be able to find future collections. Those will all be limited release as well. That's kind of the vibe we're going with. Long releases, but limited releases. And then, yeah, I'm definitely most active on Instagram and Twitter. I share a lot of like behind the scenes stuff on Twitter because it's easy to words there. I don't have to have this beautiful picture and all of that stuff. But yeah, I'm on all three of those things. No TikTok. I just haven't gotten there yet. I don't know if I will yeah, get there. But it's, I'm like, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. That's so, a lot of work. Those three places. <laughs> yeah. It's just WIC. I can't remember if we said that already. Yeah. It is just WIC Candle Company. 
I don't know how it happened. I was just, I was like, ooh, I want to make candles, I think. And then I wrote out Wick without the K because I was like, oh, there's so many candle companies that have the K in it. And I was like, okay, well, let me look into this. And then I sent it to my best friend and she was like, are you going for like a Wicca vibe? And I was like, no, but like not no. (laughs) That's not like I don't practice. That's not my thing. I'm not there, but I remember I was somebody asked me about this and I was like, when I was little, I definitely like thought I was magic and I'm trying to drag that into my company. I never want to like feel those, lose those feeling like I'm magic and I have that power within me. So it's definitely not like a Wicca based company, but we've all got magic in us. So why not? I love that. I'm so excited to see this Kickstarter happen. I also realized if any of you follow me on Kickstarter, you can look in the projects that I've backed and find this. Yeah. I actually got a notification. That's how I found out you backed me, Jordan. (laughs) I got an email that was like, Jordan Danae Ellis backed Wick Candle Co. Goddess Edition. And I was like, oh, she did. (laughs) I like took a screenshot of it and sent it to Mallory. I was like, look. I have to give a shout out to our our friend Tara, Theo Harris, who's the geeky hostess. Like, she was the first person to back our last Kickstarter. And I find so many cool Kickstarters from following her. <laughs> like I got the email from her and I was like, oh, great. So, you know, it's just a chain of people supporting each other. Oh man, I need to go follow Tara on Kickstarter. Yeah, she finds all the good stuff. It's great. I actually met her through <laughs> a Jordan Denae photo shoot. So That's right. Yeah, she's yeah. a West Coast lady too. Yeah, Mallory's always like, my friend, so-and-so. And I'm like, I've met them. Yeah. <laughs> photos together for Jordan. That was wonderful. Bringing us all together, Jordan. Yeah, I love it. I hope that everyone who's listening, who's obsessed with plants and or candles and or mythology and or other future fandoms follows you. And I think this is going to be such a cool project and such a cool company. I'm so excited. Thanks so much for chatting with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. If you want to hear more like this, you can subscribe to the Sartorial Geek Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help us out, you can leave us a rating or a review or head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye.